0: VR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there our DraftKings pick of the week. The Avs are plus 350 to do the whole damn thing and win the Stanley Cup. Favorites to do it too, so why not try and triple your money on the best team in the NHL? Sure, it might not be as good of odds as it was at the start of the season, but you can still make a good amount of money betting on them to win the Stanley Cup. You can do it over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a Bunch of amazing odds boosts. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm your host Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley and Blaze Hunter. I think we have a depuckering procedure in room four for Doctor <laughs> Dubs on this one. <laughs> as the Avs hold on to win four to three over the St. Louis Blues in what was a game that didn't have to be this close perhaps but it was
1: yeah i mean it happens
0: it happens no harm no foul at the end of the night because it's a w right
1: yeah and i mean
0: like let's be real
1: like the abs the abs were having a perfectly fine third
0: period up until the goofy goal
1: and when that goes in All of a sudden, St. Louis gets its second win, and Colorado goes, oh, shit. (laughs) And
0: 14 minutes of chaos ensued. Yeah. So, look, this has been a theme for a bit now. We saw it against Arizona. We've seen it against other handful of teams on this kind of post-winning streak stretch, which there were, what, they on a four game winning streak of their own now again, but third period lapses and it hasn't burned them really yet in this stretch. They've gotten away with them. And to some extent is that load management. Now you see against the blues, maybe a bit of a stronger team. It feels less like load management and more like, Oh my God, are they going to throw? So how much does that need to be fixed, and how much of that is the Avs just need to survive and get rested?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's fine, man. Like, you eliminate the delay of game penalty. Yep, and you're probably fine. Yeah, yeah, that's a little scary. The, the you force them to score five on five against you, and you're you're probably coasting. You know you're blocking lots of shots and it's and it's like all in your defensive zone or whatever. But if you don't give them the extra man advantage,
0: it's a four two game. Yeah,
1: it's a four two game and they pull the goalie with two thirty and blah, You know two thirty to play or whatever and blah blah blah. And you know you're probably on easy street even if you give up a goal at the last like minute fifteen or whatever. You're it's still just like okay, it's still on them. They've still got to do they've still got to do work here. But you know I'm. I'm more concerned that two more power play goals against like the PK
0: has continued you know, to trend we, the wrong way. Yeah.
1: All of the all of the stuff that we talked about about last season's uh problems in the postseason and goaltending and all that, but Colorado had like a 60% PK in their series against Dallas. Like as much of a as, as much of a culprit as anything else, it was that the PK failed at the absolute worst time. They could not stop Dallas's power play. At the end, in the second half of that series, they just couldn't do it. Yep. And, you know, that more than anything else, that's the thing that makes me nervous, is that the PK is, has slowly been on a decline here for the last couple of weeks. And it was like, some of it was expected. The That unit's underlying numbers were nowhere near as good as it's, it's sitting in the top five all season. And... So, so like some of this is like, I kind of shrug some of it off, but some of it also like, you know, you, you need to, you, you, I mean, that unit needs to be better. That unit has to lock things down. I
0: I agree with you there, but I think, and, and tonight is a prime example of this a bit too often. You're seeing the Avs top PKers put themselves in the box. Ryan Graves did it early in the game and then yeah. on the goal to make it 4-3 it was Tyson Jost that flipped it over the boards and Ryan Graves is probably their number 1 PKD right now and Tyson Jost is arguably their number 1 PK forward.
1: Yeah. And like Patrick Nemeth will do wonders to help them. Yep. That will definitely help. Um I'm not sure I'm not sure why the insistence on Carl Soderberg out of nowhere, but yeah, that was random. It was kind of an odd decision. But I mean, he played a lot of PK previously for the abs. Yeah. I just don't know why he's been you with get, the you, team for one day and you drop him in on special. Yeah, teams. it's like yeah. you, you kind of have this rotation set now with Nemeth. Like, you're specifically looking to get some of these guys, you're looking to get especially Devontae's, like, you're trying to get Devontae's some, some. Some, some extra rest here. That's that's part of the point of going to get Nemeth. But part of the point of going to get Soderbergh wasn't to give Val Nichushkin an extra 30 seconds it, of rest. The, the guys whatever.
0: playing PK on the forward side for the abs weren't exactly playing huge minutes every single night. Yeah,
1: it's, it's Jost, Nichushkin, Belmar, Comfer. Like, it's, it's all the guys that you would expect. It's all of your specialists in your bottom six that you pay to be specialists in your bottom six. So yep. I'm sort of a sort of an odd usage, uh, from from Soderberg specifically, but wasn't wasn't particularly problematic for me. Um, I just
0: thought it was weird. It it was definitely a a little weird to me as well. But the other side of that coin is it was the abs depth forwards that got them all over on the board tonight. Two points for Liam O'Brien. You got a goal from JT Confer. You got a point out of Connor Timmins for the first time in the NHL. It is humanly possible to do that. So
2: those are all good signs, right? When your uh, be- bottom bottom six is scoring, that's a uh, that's great for a team that's getting ready to go into the playoffs. You always talk about that you need depth in your scoring, and tonight they were all over the scoreboard. So congratulations to the Avs tonight that that's a huge huge win for them um a little yeah. thing that i mean you know the blues always bring is that physical game and that's i think that's what you saw throughout the game is it it just started taking a toll on them throughout i mean <laughs> did you get Did you guys see Joe's take a pretty hard hit clearing that puck in the third
0: yeah we called that real
2: hot girl shit yeah, I don't know what <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know what Tola took on him. He got up and did the he, he got up and did it again when asked.
2: He did, but so it's all in the back I, of your brain when you're
1: getting. I mean, you like can, can be in the back of your brain, but as long as he's still making the plays, it's not having a discernible effect here. Yeah, and the clearing the puck over the glass was he just that was missed, a brain
2: part, he just missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can like, see that he puck was rolling and he just he just lifted <laughs> it at the
1: wrong angle at the wrong time, like it was a. It's a very normal thing that happens.
2: Yeah, well, you, you're taught to like take it off the boards there, but he had enough time probably just to kind of turn it and shoot it down the ice as well. But he, it was just—it looked like a brain fart. You could tell the minute that it came off of his stick, he was like, oh, Oh yeah, so well, his
1: reaction—he's like, "Son of
2: a—come on!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like, he knew. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. I look. The third period was ugly. It was close. It very it very easily could have fallen apart on the abs, but it didn't.
1: At the same time, Landeskog could have could have done something a little smarter with the puck than wait for three guys to get in front of him and then try and hit <laughs> yeah. an empty net. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ranted in two, and then like they they score, you know, like they make better decisions with the puck there at the end. They scored to the empty net and we're all just like, all right.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was a brutal low. Is that two what you're saying? Two minutes thirty? That was the end of the game yeah. there, where yeah. they yeah. they controlled that whole two minutes too. That was uh, yeah. a little scary.
0: I mean, yes, but yeah. I, the other side of it is the Avs have had the privilege of being able to come close to throwing hockey games, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you score the fourth goal, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why you score four, uh, <laughs> and. And they completely they mobbed on Jordan Bennington in the second period. They were yeah. like, "Remember, this is not a good goaltender." That easy.
1: Yeah, I well, and and uh, you look at the goals. Really, the only goal that I think Bennington would have a problem with is probably the in goal. You know, Belmar beat him pretty cleanly off of a, a sneaky little shot that he probably didn't pick up cleanly. Yep. Uh, just based off of where it came and, and the traffic in front. And then, you know, the Comfort the confer goal. There's nothing he can do about that. That's
0: like off the post and so, behind him. Yeah. yeah,
1: off off the post and then off his skate. And confer's literally the only guy there. Like he's looking around, going, "Who the hell's marking this guy? <laughs> Why is this guy by by himself behind me?" You know. And then, and then Rantanen's goal just kind of beats him cleanly. And the way everybody reacted was like. Did he score? <laughs> and then you know the 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 sod goal. It's a great play by Jost. Yep. And then sod like sod with a great finish. So, you know, I really don't have i I don't have a problem to be honest with how either goaltender played. They each you know the Dubnik had without without yeah. the one goofy goal against Devin Dubnik's night is completely fine.
0: Yeah, he, he gets up two power him, play goals that were pretty unstoppable. I mean yeah,
1: like the little tip on from Vince Stone in the first one, like that 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 gets by a lot of goaltenders. Yep. And then yep. guess what? Mike Hoffman's made an entire living firing off one timers from that exact spot on power
0: plays. Like that's and, the one thing that
1: Mike Hoffman does well.
0: And like you can see dub dubnik's frustration because he almost had it like he got yeah. a piece of it he but... got like
1: 70 percent of that thing yeah. of yeah. fluttered into the net
2: he was also being screened pretty heavily on that goal as well like it was a great play by st louis like you know like you're saying
1: yeah the solution Can't... to that is don't take the dumbass penalty that gave him the chance yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: exactly yep. exactly correct um since we're on the top of goalies, Dubnik's first night behind the Avs, they looked squirrely at times, but it got the job done. It, it there, there was a lot of weird things like, all right, first of all, we have to go back to before this game and the Avs getting their COVID shots yesterday. So team yeah. probably not playing fully at 100% anyway. Yeah.
1: We have no idea how any of those guys individually were impacted yep. by any of that. So have no like we have no idea, dude. I, Cause it everybody, every person in chat, all of us here on the show, everybody that's gotten at least one of the shots, sometimes both. We all have different stories. The only is,
0: person we know is it affected Don Skoy bad enough to hold him out of the game.
1: Yeah, it is it is like the ultimate your mileage may vary situation. <laughs> yeah. So who knows and trying to trying to go and play and, and being a professional athlete and rolling into a into a, a game like that like that's who know, who knows um, to be honest I'm, I'm I'm glad that it didn't ultimately matter. I'm glad that it's not like a thing that we have to be like well, we don't know you know they lost tonight yeah, and for sure. We'll never know how much it impact we'll never know but they got the two points so it ultimately just doesn't matter.
0: That is, uh, that's a good place to be in if you're the Avs right now.
1: Yeah, with Vegas kicking off their game, six yeah. points up.
0: Six points up on Vegas. Vegas is up 2-1 in the first right now. Um, so at worst, you stay even with Vegas if you're Colorado, which is great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're chilling at the top right now. And yeah, it, it stays that way. Uh, We can take our first period break on that note, as we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get eight different kinds on tap down at the DNVR bar or grab the Breck Brew Seltzer 15-can sampler. A bunch of amazing flavors are there for you to try. I can't recommend these guys enough. I love all of their beer. I even love their seltzers, even though I'm not really a seltzer guy myself, personally. But seltzer seltzers tastes like candy to me. So I guess that's a pretty easy way to sell it at sell me on them. Also brought to you by Strava craft coffee, the CBD infused coffee that you can get at the DNVR bar as well. If you want to try before you buy and you get 25% off your first purchase online when you use code DNVR25. So get on it today. The CBD is great, been known to help with many different aches and pains, including migraines, IBS, joint pain, other things as well. So, do that. If CBD is your thing, now is a great time to sign up for a DNVR membership as well. As When you sign up for an annual membership, you can get yourself a holistic wellness stick just for booting as well. Free shirt, all the same stuff. You can get a mask. Bunch of cool stuff when you sign up for a DNVR membership, let alone, you know, our actual content that we provide you. Like AJ's written pieces, Evan's grades, things like that. So... It's never been a better time. Jump on it today. You can get all the coverage, not only from the abs beat, but Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies, you name it. We even got rugby coverage. Come check us out if you haven't yet. We really appreciate all of you. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast Jeez. presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> AJ uh, reveling in something over there. 17 1 and 2 in their last
1: 20, 21, yep. 3, and 3 in the last 27, and 30 wins in 40 in 43
0: games. Yep. They're good. I mean, I mean <laughs> they're good, man. One one regulation loss in 20 hockey games. Unreal. I mean, there's they're 43
1: games in and they're sitting on nine regulation losses. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. you just lose games in the NHL. Like, this just yep. part of the deal. You just do that.
2: Yeah, it's seems special.
1: No doubt about it. Yep. I mean, I had them pegged to lose tonight. Uh, I told Michaela. I was like, I totally think they're going to lose. I just, this is all the things that are stacking up against them. And it just feels like, and especially in St. Louis. Yep. And then we find out like the vaccine, and like Bednar tells us this morning, he's like, "Oh, these guys are all a bunch of these guys they're just like, don't shit. feel, yeah. yeah, they just don't feel very well." Grubauer's
0: got COVID, <laughs> and, well,
1: and then like Grubauer gets COVID, and you're like, "Jesus, dude!" Right, well, <laughs> but I mean, they got the, the they're now four and one against St. Louis this year that, on the season yeah. series. Like, no matter what, they will yep. have a split.
0: So the. They need to not lose one of their two games left with Vegas, not losing Reg, and they're guaranteed 500 or better against every team mm-hmm. that they play. Yep. That's pretty good.
1: Yep. Yeah, the Avs' last win in St. Louis was in March of 2018. I was at that game. Varley had, I think, like 40-some-odd, I think 44 saves that night, and the Avs won 4-1. to
0: Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um. Yeah, look, how confident do you feel? Because for the immediate, Devin Dubnik is the avs starter until Grubauer comes off the COVID list.
1: Look, if he plays the way that he did tonight, I have absolutely no issues whatsoever. Uh, because outside of the goofy goal that's two goals on 30 some odd shots you're completely fine with that yep it's just and he saw not... some yeah I mean that, yeah, that he, saved stopped me. some he huge made oh after four after they made it four three and he had yeah. to slide across and stop the the centering pass, like, that's a huge save yeah he made some he made some
2: legit like big time
1: saves there and he I had no issues with how he looked he looked completely fine to me
2: yeah, and especially five-on-five, five, right? If the gonna stay out of the box, like, he looked really good. It's pretty funny, too, like on the heat map there, the only goal 5v5 five, five, five where it's placed is behind uh, the goal line there. <laughs> That's the only place that he was scored on. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what Jonathan Quick
1: just did, but Twitter's freaking out about it because it's now 3-1
0: Vegas. Did, did Jonathan, Jonathan Quick things against not the Avs? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, what we've encapsulate the third period and put it to the side for a second because the problems there are fairly obvious through the first two periods of this game. What are you looking at as the abs as something that you can continue to improve? Yes, we've talked about the penalty kill, but at five on five, it wasn't the supreme dominant possession game we've seen out of the Avs, but they also didn't need that. Well, it's
1: the thing is that when they needed it, they got it.
2: It got geared period, up. I sure. mean,
1: the first period, they're they're I I thought they got outplayed in the first period. And then I went and I looked at the numbers and I'm That's like, it. shut up. <laughs> like, how, how do these numbers look like this? And then, but in the, like the second period, like Colorado just came out with like, yeah, guns blazing. That, like they have that switch. That maybe switch isn't the right word because that makes it sound like an uh, like a choice, right? Like you could flip it and it just. And then like they in the third period they just turned it off. But they they have that gear in tight games where I I think that there's just when they get on you, they're just on you yeah. and it doesn't stop it's relentless i mean you look at the second period when did it end the only reason it ended was because the buzzer existed to bail them out yep were it not for the bell, i mean it's like a it's like a it's it's like a a, a price fighter getting bailed out by the bell. <laughs> you know like it, sometimes you just need the end of the round to be like holy crap <laughs> yeah
2: because i to say like,
1: they speed bagged them for 20 minutes that could have been i mean that could have been five or six to one pretty easily with with uh a couple of nice saves that bennington made they like they could have they could have absolutely housed st louis they were this close to it and even then four to one
2: yeah yeah i was i was gonna say the same thing like you know when they come out it, it looks like they had a slow start, like just work on those starts and coming out like they did in the second period. Again, you look at the numbers though. They were totally fine in the first, but it, yeah. it, it just, it, it looks different. Right. That yeah. second period. And it's something like that's the abs MO. Like they, they come out in the second and they just start putting a beating on people. I don't know what's being said to them between the first yeah. and the second, but
1: so it's some, two years of this for the record. They were yeah. by far the NHL's yeah. best second period team last year. And they are also this year easily the best, best second period team in the league. So, so it's, it, you're just, they, they are, they, they have, they have that little extra gear. And for the most part, it's not even like you can be like, oh God, they turtle in the third period all the time. Because they haven't been. They've been, they've been taking the third period opportunity to just, drop the hammer on teams and they've been they've been doing just fine in that period this is the first time in a long time in which they were but there was actual concern yeah really really back on their heels and again the first six minutes they were completely fine it was the goofy goal that flipped everything on its head if that goofy goal does not happen I don't know how the rest of this game plays out, but I don't think that St. Louis plays with the energy that they did. That that break for them was a it was like a bolt of lightning hit their
2: bench.
0: <laughs> so I haven't looked at that trick yet tonight, AJ. So correct me if the eye test doesn't match the numbers here, but the Avs' top line was not pretty tonight at five on five. It's certainly, certainly by looks, you watched multiple shifts where O'Reilly and company kind of ate them for breakfast. It's not that bad. It, Nathan, Nathan McKinnon, 23 4 9 against.
1: So, scoring it, chances 4 14 4 5 against. High danger chances 6 4 3 against. That's McKinnon, though. Ranted in is pretty similar. Landeskog is uh, quite a bit
0: worse. Okay, um, but but nonetheless, if that's what bad ooh. looks like to the eye test for the top line. Head to head, in case you're
1: curious, and I know that you are, of course. Against Ryan O'Reilly, uh Nathan McKinnon absolutely shit on Ryan O'Reilly. Okay. So uh eight shots on goal four, two against, twelve scoring chances four, two against, four high danger chances four, one against. 18 shot attempts, four, five against. Absolutely shit on Ryan O'Reilly. So, if that's what Ryan yeah, O'Reilly's getting
0: paid for, the blues did, they should get a refund. Yeah, I guess I'm just pampered by total domination from Nathan McKinnon then because yeah,
1: that's, it,
0: it didn't look super look, Saiyan levels tonight, I guess.
1: But. It got it got worse as the game on as the game went on because uh after the first period it was almost even. Yeah. And then and for it to have finished like that meant that Nathan McKinnon turned up. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan Nathan McKinnon took out the big stick and just started beating him with it. <laughs> and again, the only
0: thing that stopped it was a buzzer. Skate quickly and carry a big stick is that McKinnon's motto? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
1: it's, it's more like buy a big stick, use the big stick every single night all the time. <laughs>
0: Until Miko comes along, and then it's break the big stick. Yeah, exactly.
2: That was some, I mean, there was some restraint yeah. tonight after he got thrown into the uh, into the goal. There, I thought he was going to get up and just give one. The you know. Yeah, I, you know he he skated
0: like right by his head. And I was like, "Don't do it, Miko. <laughs> Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, it was
1: uh, from that top line. It was actually really their only line that did work. All right.
2: Well, in case you were curious,
1: the best pairing in the NHL, uh Sam Gerard and Devon Taves. Still good. Uh still devouring teams. <laughs> their numbers, their numbers are actually so stupid. I don't I don't I I wish we could give the Norris to two players, because you would just give it to this pairing. And just be like I don't I don't care about individual need- performances. These two together are in. Same. They might be, and I say this understanding what that 2001 team had, they might be the best pairing that the Avs have ever had.
0: I've been saying this defense is the best the Avs have ever had since the start of the season. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of right, team.
1: Right now, Ryan Graves is an anchor around kale McCarr's neck. I don't know what to do about that.
2: I mean, the juxtaposition is my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, them together like Makar was like on another level tonight I, th- I thought he looked great out there like he was flying out there he was making great plays and then on the other side there it was like a roller coaster it's the only way that you can really talk about it so
0: to, to play devil's advocate I will say Ryan Graves was the only player keeping the abs penalty kill functional he had some very nice plays there but what the what do you say when it's just uh it's nikita zadorov the the puck management is nikita zadorov that's what it is from ryan graves right now
1: it's bad man yeah yeah and really like the puck management is always going to be iffy like like we're talking about Patrick, like people talking about Patrick Nemeth, like he's gonna roll in here and fix things, right? Y'all, y'all remember Patrick Nemeth can't move a puck, right? Like he's gonna come in and they, it's gonna look a lot like what Ryan Graves does, at least when it comes to the puck. How they play defensively is gonna be a little bit different, um, because Nemeth, Nemeth, a little bit, you know, Nemeth, a little bit of a better skater, a little more of a natural shot blocker, and blah blah. But. Oof, He's not going to come in and fix that problem. I don't, like, and having both of them back there is going to kind of create an additional issue that they don't really have right now because of their usage, because of the way that they're distributing minutes. Here's, but Nemeth, Nemeth is Nemeth will do other things, f- Nemeth won't make the mental mistakes right. that Graves is that's, making on a regular basis. That's where it is. Like, <laughs> at least once a game, you're watching Ryan Graves, even even in Ryan Graves' better games, you're watching that dude get caught. Somewhere in the neutral zone, as the play is going back the other way, and he is desperate to get back, and like Pratt and and Bednar are sitting there, like I don't have better options here. I can't just not play the guy. Uh, if you if you actually look at it, not uh, you know I, I mentioned Makar a minute ago. Makar's numbers are better with Grave than with anyone else, so. What do you do? You're in a weird spot there. I mean, you, you try Nemeth. I think you have to try Nemeth with McCarr, but ulti- ultimately I think they're going to find success. The, 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 l- the linchpin here is the teenager. Yep. They need Bo Byron back. Yep. They need that other guy that can stabilize the puck moving on, on all three pairings. That way they're, they're not like, cause you don't want to roll out Nemeth and Graves. That's yeah. not going to do anything for you. All that's going to do is take everybody that's mad about Ryan Graves right now and keep them mad, <laughs> but also make them <laughs> mad at eventually. Like, that's not the answer either. What you want to do is you want to distribute the, the you know, obviously, Taves and Gerard are comical because they both have that. But with McCarr's ability to move the puck, you, you tether him to a guy that you don't worry about. And then. With Byron and Nemeth, you're fine. Like look, Connor Timmons was rock solid tonight. One of his better games. The guy played nine minutes. He's not he's not part of this when things get healthy. Yep. It's not this is
0: that's that's just me reading the tea leaves of the coaching staff here. It every just is. Timmons played nine minutes, McDonald's played eleven minutes. Every single one of the other four D played at minimum 21 minutes. It's pretty obvious who's gonna sit. Yeah. (laughs) And like
1: maybe maybe they use when they if if they ever get all these guys back healthy, right? And maybe they bring McDonald in for a game and they use it to sit a Ryan Graves and say, "Dude, we just have to give you a night off. This just this hasn't been working, and we haven't had a chance to do anything different. You haven't played your way out of it. Maybe we just need to give you the day off." Um, you know, I, sure. it, it's just, it's just too many problems that consistently are stacking up here. And it's just, I, I just have, um, I don't know. I I think they're in a tough spot there. Like this isn't a major problem. They, as long as they have those top three guys, it's going to be, they're going to be, they're, they're yeah. going to be competitive and they're going to do work, but they really if they this is like it's why i kind of joked about the Eckholm thing like you solidify that spot just like lock that in um but you know it's again like how much are they missing eric johnson well or you know while, while all of this is going on with Bo and byram you know there was there was a couple weeks there where they were just like rolling along with dan renuff and jacob mcdonald and shit and you're like
0: this doesn't it's- this doesn't make any sense logically but what like it's working right it's they miss EJ the same for the exact same reason they got Patrick Nemeth. The one thing that EJ could have really provided this defense is Devontae doesn't have to play 27 minutes a night because he's playing eight yeah. minutes of PK.
1: Well, and and with EJ they have they have another guy that can move a puck.
0: You know, yeah, it's it's not true. a it's not a guy just
1: firing blind darts around the ice and hoping that it just gets out of the zone. You know, it's not a guy that's just trying to go. Halfway up the glass and get it to zip by a guy's ear or something, you know, like, it's not like EJ EJ brings a dynamic enough skill set that you can definitely see where they're hurting without him. It the best thing that they could probably do with EJ is to trade him to another team, have them retain salary and have them trade him back. Uh, yes. Just so he's a more appropriately cost player.
0: The illegal like, trade play. That's, that's,
1: Perfect. The, like, that's a dude that could legitimately help them a ton right now. You Eric Johnson, if Derek Johnson was healthy and Bo and Byron were healthy, Patrick Mammoth isn't here. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's just a it's they're gonna have to find their way with these guys because Ryan Ryan Graves is just
0: Pull it's, a Washington gosh. with Brooks or pick. All right. You move EJ out. Send him, to Seattle, him out. They yeah. buy him out and then you and sign then him then back. For signed... a million? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fine. <laughs> Whatever, man. It's fine. Um, yeah. That's what you
1: use your first round pick for. It's fine. <laughs> I just uh, I, I just more and more like we see this and it's like You know, like you just, it's, it's frustrating because you see that hole there and like, and, and, an Av that deserves so much better, doesn't get to be around for this. Do you think and now, and we're talking about a 19 year old kid coming in here and like fixing things. And it's like, you know.
2: do you think Graves is better if they just limit his minutes? If he's not sitting yes, on the sir. ice for 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Like if he's, if he's down in that 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm, Bottom pairing. He's not going to play ten, but reduction in minutes definitely would. Yeah. Happen.
0: To be
1: honest with you, if they rolled out a nemeth Macar pairing and then a uh, Graves and Byron pairing, and that Graves and Byron pairing played fifteen minutes, yeah, exactly at yeah. even strength, and then
0: Graves gets another three Graves on plays PK or something. Graves yeah. plays
1: whatever PK minutes between him and Nemeth, like.
0: That 16 to 18 that's, minute sweet spot, I think. Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's, I think
1: that third pairing is one that almost every other team in the NHL would straight cut a bitch for. And not, <laughs> not just, not just for Bowling Byron's potential, but for what it is today. Yeah. Like, again, compare, compare that to what Minnesota's going to roll out on the third pairing and Ian Cole and Carson Susie. Like, which one of those, which one of those dudes are you, which one of those pairings are you taking your chance on? Yeah, it's absolutely Graves and Byron. Yeah, so I think that's where I think that's where they should really strive to get to tonight. Was just it's just more of the same for Graves, where yeah, it's it's just frustrating.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, if you're going to take a chance on a pair, make sure that that pair looks good. Head on over to manscaped.com and use code DNVR to get 20% off really, and free shipping. I was
1: really <laughs> hoping you were talking about the fruit. <laughs> like,
0: but instead, nope. balls. Had the, the manscaped read. Had to be the manscaped read today. You Man. can get the perfect package, which has all the right tools for the job, whether it be the lawnmower trimmer 3.0, breath mints, deodorant, toner, you name it. They got you covered. So use the code DNVR over at Manscaped. Oh my Your balls will thank you. What? I just saw the third Vegas go.
1: Oh, I see. All right.
2: Well, <laughs> it is a what?
1: it is a backhand dump in from the blue line that. Quick tries to play into his body and then bounces hard to his right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's why you should buy insurance. So head on over to Gabby Insurance to get yourself insured for both home and auto. So something like a weird bouncing puck doesn't break your window and then you're out of luck. That's Gabby G A B I dot com slash DNVR to check them out. An average user saves nine hundred and sixty-one dollars. It's free to check with Gabby, so go on over there and send them your info and they will find the best deal for you on insurance. Highly recommend. Bunch of us here at DNVR have tried it, and all of us have saved at least a couple hundred bucks through them. So it's guaranteed basically to save you some money one way or another. And we are also brought to you all by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. You can head on over there and use code DNVR to get a bunch of amazing odds boosts. But right now they have an incredible deal where you get $100 if you bet $1 on any basketball team to win a hockey game and hit 1-3. Just one. You know, when's the last time an NBA basketball game did not have a three-pointer in it? Legitimately, like it—it it has to be like a decade or something ridiculous, right? Every yeah, single I mean, basketball game has threes.
1: With the way with the way Steph Curry rolled in and changed how the pace and space was going to happen,
0: yeah. here we are. So. This is, bet is like a guarantee if your team wins. So jump on it right now. Use code DNVR, signing up for a new account at DraftKings Sportsbook. Basketball's not your thing. They have odds boost on hockey, baseball, football, college sports, e-sports, cycling, you name it. You can bet on it at DraftKings. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook. For details, gambling, problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right uh do we want to wrap up talk about this game anything else you guys want to touch on because i do want to get to the prospects too why why yeah. what do you mean why what do they matter they're not going to
1: play for the Evs this year yeah do we have some that's highlights cool fun
2: i don't have, highlights i don't have oh. highlights
0: to play but we can talk about the prospects now even if aj doesn't care that's fine <laughs> uh let the people have the hype train, AJ. That's all I'm saying. Alex Newhook. The, the NHL team without all these guys has 30 wins in 43 games. Yeah, but – What was it that I said?
1: 17-1 and 2 in their last 20? People people like, are
0: tired of being hyped bro. on the Avs right now. They want to be hyped <laughs> on something new. If
1: you're tired of being hyped on the Avs, <laughs> let me remind
0: you of the last
1: decade of being an Avalanche fan. It has
0: sucked. <laughs> AJ, I agree with you. And this is no offense to any of you in chat, but I'm confident that a lot of you were not here for 1617. I am confident.
1: Oh, and Sampo just scored.
0: All right. That's what I want to get to. Two points <laughs> yeah. for Newhook. Now two points for Sampo if he just scored a goal. You also have assists from both Cout and Bowers. Who? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 The... It's exciting times it's exciting times. <laughs> if you are a believer in the AVs announcement about how they really like the long game of developing their prospects, guess what It's working at least they're doing good stuff in the AHL so good I mean the hype is awesome. the hype is real not only for this season and this is kind of the bigger point that I wanted to make and that age and I have been making for a while now is, this team isn't just going to go away. This team is going to get better over the next couple of years. So,
1: I mean we've we've said this on multiple. Like, it was funny to me because Sakic in his presser after the deadline was like, "This is as good as we're going to get. We're going to have to get cheaper at some spots in coming years." And it was like, "Buddy, this is not as good as you're going to get."
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Like you have, you have Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram alone to take you to a different level than this current club is gonna be at, because of the opinion that Newhook will end up a better, more prolific two C behind McKinnon eventually than Nazem Kadri is. Not a knock on Kadri, just where I think Newhook's headed. Like Bowen, Bowen Byram, we all have stardom pictured, you know, laid out for him. And while being in this particular defense is going to make that a little complicated. That's the fourth guy we're talking about. Like he's the fourth guy on the Norseman shirt for a reason. (laughs) Like this, I I totally get like this is as good as it's going to get because they're about to get way expensive in the next few years. But even if they get, even if they get somebody, if, if, Rambo Santa is an actual NHL player. It's a huge victory for them. Yep. Huge. If that dude is what he looks like, he could be. If he's Andre Burakovsky 2.0, you just replace Burakovsky when he gets expensive in another year. Because remember, that guy signed a two-year deal. Yep. So it's like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just
2: The future's bright.
1: Like and then whatever, whatever. Like Count and Bowers are guys that we've always had kind of penciled in as role, role more role players, bottom six
0: NHL caliber
1: dudes. Yeah, Yeah. than like star players. But if they, even if they live up to that, if they both become thirty-five point guys in the NHL, like you're rolling.
2: Yeah.
1: You don't need to go out into free agency and and try and get super lucky with some of those guys. You know, like. I don't know. It's the poten- the potential is there for them. Like Connor Connor Timmons, where's,
0: where's Connor Timmons fit? At?
1: at this point, Connor Timmons is his long term viability on Colorado's defense probably is going to be taken away because they need what Drew Hellison does more.
0: Yeah, it- and that's not to say Connor Timmons isn't is an NHLer. It's just. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? And then I mean then you get into some of the other guys that were not like Sasha Mutala is not even there. That yeah. could be a depth. Guy. Nikolai Kovalenko is probably NHL ready today. Yep. To drop in and put into your bottom six on your fourth line somewhere. Like not only not only that, but,
0: but yo, we're truly living in the bizarro universe. Nick Henry just scored. Nick-
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: that reaction was amazing yep. I don't know what to
1: say about that <laughs> yeah Sampo's goal by the way is classic he just drives the net that's what he do yeah, yeah. like it's. it looks like all of his Minnesota goals this year
0: they all just they <laughs> You know, Samples know, Floor is an AHLer. <laughs> like don't kid yourself, but it's just Yeah, the guy that I forgot, Jean-Luc Foodie. Yep, who's been killing He's still 2 years away, but he've yeah. been killing it. The if that dude was an LA
1: Kings prospect or a Ducks prospect doing what he's doing in the NHL, he might've gotten an ELC and they might've just dropped him in at the end of this NHL season just to see yep. because he's been that good Yep. In, in the AHL where you're like, why not give it a try? <laughs> it's awfully curious. <laughs> so I'm just like all these guys, it, it's not even like a, you're dreaming so much on most of these guys because
0: it's happening in the HL. You're witnessing it right now.
1: Like, yeah. like Martin Cout has an assist tonight, which looks boring and plain Jane compared
0: to all this other shit happening. But it's like. But he's also got 14 points in 13 games. Yeah, it's
1: like Martin Cout has an assist every night. <laughs> so. You know, and I, 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 Justin Barron was a point per game guy in Halifax this year. Yep. We didn't even talk about it, but Alex Bocage had like thirteen off, goals yeah. in like twelve games or something in what should be his last year in the queue. Yep, like these guys, these these, these guys are all still. I mean, you can even get excited. Trent Minor goes back to the WHL. Post three straight shutouts. Three <laughs> shutouts in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like, where are you gonna? Where do you even go with that now? Like, that was a guy that you're thinking, oh, we're probably not going to give him an ELC, especially after the Peyton Jones stuff it's
0: and hundred missed the have signed now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and now it's you know now it's like Jonas Johansson doesn't look like shit either. Like, could he be your third goaltender next year? Like what you know, and then Eustace Anonin comes over. We finally get to see the justice on on North American <laughs> lands, and then and then it's like Trent Minor, Like you kind of want to find an Elc, just let that guy like chill in Utah for a year or two.
2: Yeah, it's the it's, best. The best absurd, part about this thing man. AJ didn't AJ didn't want to talk about this at all. <laughs> I didn't because it's like
1: they are going. They are they are they are pushing for a freaking Stanley Cup without a single one of these cats. If yeah. any of these guys except Connor Timmins, Connor Timmons is the one exception, he's the only guy that I think might play in the playoffs for them. Otherwise, I don't think any of these guys, I think it will take like four or five injuries it, to get yeah. into the conversation of, of any of these guys making it into the into the NHL lineup. Like I just I don't I don't I'd like I don't want to, I didn't want to get into it because it's like the abs, the abs have kind of like low key had four out of five games where they've been really blah and yeah. they just keep winning. And so it's kind of papering over that. We still have a lot to, 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 get into at the NHL level, but if you want to get into the AHL shit, dude, like <laughs> it's really easy to be like, Oh, well, these guys are going to be, these guys are going to, these guys are going to be phenomenal. And these guys are, blah, blah. but it like we've, I feel like we've done a good job setting realistic expectations here. We're not sitting around talking about Martin Couch scoring forty-five points and yeah. like being a second-line player. If he becomes that, this is a huge victory. Yeah. I mean, because he probably does it on a line next to Sample Ranta, centered by freaking Alex Newhook. If, if you
0: if you get that out a Martin Cout, like Joe Sackick is just Conor McGregor walking into the pet the ball arena every night, like. You
2: know?
1: <laughs> Like they're if they get really, really lucky, and like let's say, let's let's say let's go with the, like reasonable here. Let's say Sam po Ranta becomes Andre Burkowski and replaces him. Oh my god! Alex Newhook replaces that Nazem or Nazem Kadri as your two C, and uh, Bowen Byron becomes a. 40 point yeah like a Ryan-esque <laughs> 40 point the uh, yeah like all yeah. situation 28
0: minutes a night
1: <laughs> do a little bit of everything for you defense yeah. but yeah. it's like a st- a freaking stud. Okay, like let's just put it like realistic. Those those are all re- they get anything out of these other cats. If Martin Cout Martin Kaut becomes like what we thought JT Comfort was gonna become. And then Shane Bowers ends up being the kind of quality defensive-minded depth center.
0: Yep. All of
1: this shit happens on ELCs or while they're still relatively cheap. All of this happens while Tyson Jost is breaking out and Val Nachushkin is still under contract. And, and like not only like do you have center depth, but you also have you, you also have like dynamic players on the wings. And then you have you have skating for days and you have a big influx of, of hockey IQ because the thing that, like, Cout and Bowers and all these cats are going to bring are all really, really, really
0: smart players. Except for Sample.
2: But yeah. Except for Sample. <laughs> Sample
1: is a... He plays in straight lines, and it just works for him. But this is exactly the kind of thing, and I would like to get into it because it's... I, I, I always get the Homer shit, but it's exactly the kind of thing that you see coming that says... They win three cups in six years. They win three cups in five years because they've got the kind of youth that feeds the beast. The beast is already here. The monster's out of the fucking cage. Okay. And the NHL can't do shit about it. (laughs) They keep trying. And everybody in the West is looking around going, Oh my God. Like Vegas, (laughs) Vegas is thrilled to go back to the Pacific division next year. But like, this is this is already, the abs are already in the space where they are the model organization for how teams want to build and play for the next five to seven years. They are already there. And if this next wave hits the way that it could, if it's that good good, then the NHL is in deep, deep shit. Because <laughs> it is legitimately dynasty time at that point
2: there it is i've got some bets out there too with some of my buddies about uh three cups in 10 years at least so gotta gotta what? get those wins in gotta get the 10 w's
1: 10 years would be mercy at this point point. <laughs> 10 years you want to know what the hell just happened what went we'll just... wrong <laughs> did a detroit red wings-esque foe step to the stage because that sure as hell isn't gonna be vegas Vegas oh, yeah. is going to be done and gone in three years. We're going to be looking at Vegas like, oh, cute, dad, kids, oh,
2: cute.
1: <laughs> That's it. Who's well, going to catch like, me on my like, yacht then? <laughs> like, like the Kings are going to be the one to step to the stage with Quentin Byfield as their top guy? Yeah, okay. I'm going to need some convincing on that shit. Let's see what happens if some of these guys actually hit the NHL. And because that's the that's the, the thing about the their NHL stars are all young and in their prime and ready to run everybody over. It's already <laughs> happened. They have thirty wins in forty three games. Like, are they benefiting from a weak division? Yeah, but when you're also the best team in hockey, every division is a weak division. It doesn't matter what division you could put them in a in a division with Tampa Bay and Toronto and Florida. Blah, 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 blah. They'd still fucking be first. (laughs) It's the best team in the league. Top to bottom, organizationally. You want to drop out, take out their bottom six and put in a bunch of kids from the HL? Still the best fucking team in the league. It's
0: just
2: ridiculous to watch right now. Man, I wish the abs game was starting right now. (laughs) After that.
0: (laughs) I I, I mean, he's right, though. He said... The ads have played blah four out of their last five games, but they're so good that it goes dub 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 dub. That's, what do you even say? You you say three cups in six years, I guess. I don't.
2: That's the dynasty goal. time. Dynasty
0: it's, it's time. time. You're
1: trying to repeat what Chicago did, and then avoid the letdown. <laughs> you want you want what Chicago did in their prime with what. Pittsburgh did in like the second half
2: of Crosby and Malkin's careers. So keep dra- keep drafting this way, it'll be going for a while. The
0: the definition of a dynasty or at least the old definition of a dynasty was four championships in 10 years. Technically Chicago didn't do that. There hasn't been a dynasty in the NHL since the 80s, I believe. So don't believe well, it. If- anyone won four in the nineties. Uh but I'm not hundred percent sure on those tr- that someone would have to fact check me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like right now it's like okay all all hype and all excitement. But right, right? you gotta yeah. win first
0: Right. And they're and not it, they're not entitled to shit. Yep. Make make like, no mistake. It doesn't matter how good you are. Just look at the nuggets. It, The Nuggets lose Jamal Murray and their entire season gets turned upside down in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And it can go away very quickly. Yeah.
1: Like the, the abs are going to feel the effects of the drop off from Philip Grubauer to Devin Dubnik on some level. Yep. Does does that mean they win three to two instead of three to one? That's the hope. Yeah. But it's going to happen at some point. Like they're going to, they're going to feel that. But they the, and really like their best chance to do the thing is they have to win one on Kenan, McKinnon's current contract. Yeah. yeah. Because if they win if they win one on the current deal then they have a really really good chance to do something special. Yep. Yeah. Uh if they if they don't that's it just makes life a lot harder. For obvious reasons, like life is is just going to get much, much. harder.
0: That's a laundry list of reasons that it gets harder. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But like, this is, this is not like the late nineties right now where the abs had an obvious foe standing in their way. Like they had to go through Detroit, like Colorado and Detroit had to deal with each other. Yep. Both of those teams ended up like all time classic teams and all that. Right. But they, they had like, they had each other on hand. One made them better, but two also took away potential championships.
2: It's,
0: I mean, who, I guess you have Tampa who's like on their last legs of keeping this team together, trying to get one more almost.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, they know, like they're, they know that there's going to be a breakup of some point that age is going to have an impact at some point. Like, Like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is still loaded for the next several years. There's no doubt. But they have, they just have way more like they, they have like championship team problems at this point. Like Colorado doesn't, they're not quite there yet. But as long as Colorado's taking notes on how to, how to dance around the cap the way that they are, like the way that Tampa Bay is right now, it's a, it's a master class. It is that- in in how to continue to compete, and you worry about like yeah, they're racking up charges on the credit card, and someday they're gonna have to pay yeah, that bill. There's
0: a there's a steep price
2: coming, <laughs> well, and you don't you don't
1: know what it looks like. You know what it, it maybe it looks more like what Chicago's done, where like yeah, they've bottomed out, but like they're still like competitive-ish every year, and it's not like Detroit bottoming out, which is like. Whoa, bottomed Jesus. out. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't, you know, we just don't, we don't know what that looks like. But they're gonna have problems in a in a hurry. But as long as they maintain, and it'll be the same thing in Colorado. As long as you keep McKinnon, as long as you keep Brandon, and as long as you keep Kale McCarr. Sam is already under contracts. So it's really not that huge of a concern. But as long as you keep those big three for the next ten years, you're you're special. Like That's, you're. Yeah competing for
0: that's the hall of fame core right yeah
1: yeah i mean the said we they said the same thing in chicago as long as you keep keith and taves and kane you'll compete now they did until taves inexplicably like hard crashed back down to earth and then keith just got old yeah
2: yeah but i
0: i mean honestly it was more seabrook got old was what took him down well and like seabrook
1: like seabrook's obviously part of that um you know, Johansson played a huge role in that as well, and blah. But there were a lot Locker. of things, but like, well, you have your couple of guys that are right in that conversation. I mean, like I'm- Toronto, Toronto on all this, this Austin Matthews contract, they have to. They if yeah. they're going to do it, it it really has to happen then, because then they're going to have a very hard time. <laughs> affording okay. things after
0: that i'll tell you this the abs decor doesn't have to worry about anyone getting old anytime soon so yeah
1: I'll that's bet. well and that's where colorado is different from all these other clubs one their decor is already elite and two it's young as hell yep the only guy that's aging out of that is Devontes. Yep. and we don't know Like we don't know how he's gonna age like we just you just don't know if that guy if that guy ages wonderfully there's a second colorado contract that you get into and comes a whole thing just don't classic it up but (laughs) these other kids like like mccarr and gerard and byram like that's your that's your trio on the back end yep they're all good literally for a decade you're good you're good and in a nutshell (laughs) that's what makes a night like tonight so problematic is that St st louis was able to take advantage of a lot of colorado's depth but you're looking at, you look at some of these numbers and best on best, the abs did just fine. Yep. Sam Girard, a Grady, Devon Taves, smoke show. Good. You, I mean, just good luck getting a bad, you get a bad night from one of those guys and the other two have great nights.
0: And that's what a weapon that is in a seven game series where you stop one of the problems. You got six more problems. <laughs> there's there's a no end to the list of yeah. all right mckinnon didn't do well tonight but kale mccarr had two points oh we shut down Ranton and but landis gog showed up yeah. oh you know sam gerard had a turnover tonight but nathan mckinnon did nathan mckinnon things like and then you add in if philip grubauer is hot behind him look
1: or whatever, whoever
2: ends yeah, up.
0: Yeah, sure. It doesn't if if Dubnik is playing next game or or whatever. Uh but all of this is great. The abs still have to go out and do it. Yeah, yeah. They still have to play the games. There's a reason well, you play every single game.
1: Well, and the reason that we're as hyped as we are on this is because when they are playing the games, they're whooping that ass. Yep. Like 30 wins in 43 games. You told any ABS fan at the beginning of the season you could have that.
0: They'd slam dunk it. <laughs> yeah. Like these
1: guys are these guys are breaking franchise records set by teams that did win cups. Yeah. So there's every reason to be excited about it. They still have to do it. Yep. They still have to get over the hump all this dynasty talk will just be a bunch of hilarious hype for nothing if they can't get over that hump.
0: They got to get through that.
1: They got to get through that first obstacle, which is always the hardest one. That,
0: I mean, the reality of hype is it's always what could be. AJ, I'm sure you know it in the video game industry as much as I do. Hype is incredibly hard to live <laughs> up to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Mass Effect fan. I don't think I've felt for the last 10 years of my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, but how do you feel now? I wake we'll up see. every day and I
1: look at my Mass Effect tattoo and I think Legendary Edition is coming. <laughs> is that is that all this is? Is that if, he, if he's the Avs Legendary Edition? Running back the glory days? Doing the all-time greats?
0: Maybe. <laughs> if it nets you two cups, do you complain? Nope. Exactly right. <laughs> I think we're pretty much done here. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. the abs have lost one game in regulation in the last twenty hockey games. They're stupid good. Uh, they're one good regulation
1: game. loss since March eighth.
0: March eighth, and they've had like no day game every other <laughs> yeah. game yeah. every other
1: day. <laughs> I went. And I, I I looked this up because Tom Hunter came at me sideways about it, but. The last 54 days, counting today, since the Avs played in Lake Tahoe. 54 days, 30 games played, which is tops in the league, tied with, of all teams, New Jersey. Hmm. Hmm. Then Dallas, 52 days, 29 games. Buffalo, 29 games in 54 days as well. Ooh, McCarr, the Avs
0: would be begging McCarr to take an 8 by 8 That would be a sick team-friendly deal.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I don't I don't know how the NHL does it. Somehow Vegas has 2 days off in their schedule coming up, despite needing to play more games than the Avs and the Avs don't I don't, I don't understand how that works, but I'm not going to question it. The Avs have to play every other day or more through the rest of the year as well. So,
1: yeah, 11 straight weeks of uh no 2-day breaks.
0: Yep. That's it's a lot of yeah. hockey. It's a lot of hockey. You
1: know, the concern, I think, the concern about the abs peaking too soon is very real. That this is the best hockey that they play all year because they just crash and burn out of energy because they have to play too much. I think it's, a, I think it's a real concern. Yeah. Definitely. Would you rather? Would you rather be Colorado, an absolute smoke show through the middle portion of the season, or would you rather be the team that totally catches fire right at the end of the regular season going into the playoffs? Yeah. Now, if Colorado just continues it. Of course you want to be Colorado, but if they, if they have a real lull going into the postseason, I think it'll be a concern.
0: Yep. Uh, hopefully
1: they give them a little bit of rest before the, the playoffs get going yeah, though.
0: Yeah, you have to sure. think that some, some load management gets worked in there and, you know, hopefully a, a week or something before the playoffs, but uh super chat here from Billy wanted to wait to the end. How did Tim and soda and Dub play? Uh, Timmins was rock solid. Dubé was rock solid. We didn't really talk about Soda very much, but that's not on him. Other than some weird penalty kill usage, he was the best player on an <laughs> extremely quiet second line. Yeah. So, pretty straightforward there. I really
1: I like Soda. I yeah. thought he looked good. That, that's
0: what I'm saying. Is I yeah. thought he looked good. It's just that Kadri and Burakovsky were ghosts. So, what can you do?
2: Yeah,
1: 13 games in a row, no goals for Nazem Kadri.
2: Yep. Oh, that's brutal. So he's ready to pop off a few here, hopefully. Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> I I mean, you have to think, that, like, just given his career, it's coming, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's like, usually just a streaky player.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, he had the slow start to the season, and then he just tore shit up for a month straight. He's the yeah. guy and now. He's slowed down again. He's,
0: he's the guy waiting yeah. to get hot at the right time for the app. <laughs> there you go. There you
2: go. <laughs> like,
1: is it any coincidence that McKinnon, what is it, 13 games in a row with no goals and McKinnon's on an 11 game point streak? Yeah. <laughs> McKinnon, McKinnon will taper off just enough, have a game or two where he doesn't score, and Kadri will have five points and they'll still win.
0: <laughs> Kadri show up in the thrift shop. Yeah. yeah.
1: Timmons was fine. Um, so I liked Soderbergh. Dubnik was solid. No complaints, really.
0: Yeah. They, they find uh, find the brain power to not make the stupid mistake in the third period. And this is an easy win for the Avs. Yeah. Um,
1: yep. And you know what? With no Philip Grubauer for the next two weeks because of protocol stuff, this is an audition for Devin Dubnik to try yeah. and get a starting deal. He's going to go into free agency and if he if he can if he can roll with the abs like this is a chance for him to prove that hey he's not just an old guy who used to be a starter you know it uh it's a chance for chance for him to try and prove to everybody that maybe Still he got can. something yeah. yeah maybe he can platoon next year for a team that is looking for you know, looking for somebody to kind of buoy maybe a young goaltender or a weaker one night one A option. So we'll see.
0: We will see. On it's, it's, it's on
1: his plate, man. Like he's got the chance to prove it right now. He's gonna be backstopping a good team. Any success could be could be something that gets him a, a nice
0: little offseason deal. Blaze, any final thoughts on the night, the season, the whatever you got?
2: Oh, man, I think we covered it all. There Just you to go. Jump. Let's go. Go, <laughs> Avs, go. <laughs>
0: it's, let's leave it there. I, I got nothing else. The Avs are yeah. too good at hockey at the moment. <laughs> if they keep it up, they're, they're going to continue being too good. So thank you everyone for watching listening a late super chat here I mean let's not get crazy
2: but <laughs> Yeah, but I don't like that idea <laughs>
0: there's a world where Groob is not Nav but I don't see a world where Doob is the starter that you're relying on as a cup contender Um, anyway chat hates that as well so we're going to leave now thank you for watching listening however you consume the podcast we appreciate all of y'all We will be live again tomorrow at 1 p.m. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. That helps us out a ton on the channel. I don't know what we're talking about tomorrow. We'll figure it out one way or another. Something hockey-related. That's should
1: have been the prospects, but you guys
0: had to do this tonight. All right. That was worth. All right. I think everyone in chat would agree that that was worth. (laughs) Thank you again.
1: I need to smoke.
0: (laughs) Go have a smoke, (laughs) and we will talk to y'all tomorrow.